0: welcome you to this broadcast of Let the Bible Speak, featuring messages preached by Dr. Alan Cairns, founder of Let the Bible Speak Radio Ministries. This week, Dr. Cairns continues a series of studies on the doctrine of the Holy Spirit, a subject of vital importance for the Church of Jesus Christ. We'll hear from Dr. Cairns in just a few minutes. First of all, we invite you to enjoy this devotional thought from the pen of C.H. Spurgeon, found in his collection called Morning and Evening. This morning's text comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 45. The Last Adam Jesus is the federal head of his elect. As in Adam, every heir of flesh and blood has a personal interest because he is the covenant head and representative of the race as considered under the law of works. So under the law of grace... Every redeemed soul is one with the Lord from heaven, since he is the second Adam, the sponsor and substitute of the elect in the new covenant of love. The Apostle Paul declares that Levi was in the loins of Abraham when Melchizedek met him. It is a certain truth that the believer was in the loins of Jesus Christ, the Mediator, when in old eternity the covenant settlements of grace were decreed, ratified, and made sure forever. Thus, whatever Christ hath done, he hath wrought for the whole body of his church. We were crucified in him, and buried with him. And to make it still more wonderful, we are risen with him, and even ascended with him to the seats on high. It is thus that the church has fulfilled the law, and is accepted in the Beloved. It is thus that she is regarded with complacency by the just Jehovah, for he views her in Jesus.' and does not look upon her as separate from her covenant head. As the anointed Redeemer of Israel, Christ Jesus has nothing distinct from his church, but all that he has he holds for her. Adam's righteousness was ours so long as he maintained it, and his sin was ours the moment that he committed it. And in the same manner, all that the second Adam is or does is ours as well as his, seeing that he is our representative here is the foundation of the covenant of grace. This gracious system of representation and substitution, which moved Justin Martyr to cry out, O blessed change, O sweet permutation, this is the very groundwork of the gospel of our salvation, and is to be received with strong faith and rapturous joy. Over the years that Let the Bible Speak has been on the air, we've had many encouraging letters, emails, and phone calls from listeners who have been blessed through this ministry. Every week sees a number of requests for the literature and other items that we offer on each broadcast. Those responses have warmed our hearts and encouraged us greatly. As we come to the close of another year, it may be that you would like to share what the Lord has done for you or how he has blessed you through these daily Christ-centered programs. We would welcome such testimonies. You may be sure that there will be no follow-up calls or emails, nor will your information be shared with anyone outside this ministry. If you care to send us your testimony of how the Lord has used Let the Bible Speak in your life, simply email us at info at faithfpc.org. That's info at faithfpc.org. Or call us at 864-244-2408. That's 864-244-2408. If you prefer regular mail, you may write us at Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. That's Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. We look forward to hearing from you. This week on Let the Bible Speak, Dr. Cairns continues his series of studies in the doctrine of the Holy Spirit. He'll bring the opening portion of a message called Sealed with the Spirit. The text is found in Ephesians chapter 1, the latter part of verse 13. In whom, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. For believers who struggle with the matter of assurance, This message will provide much light and encouragement. In introducing the subject, Dr. Cairns details the spiritual blessings which belong to the child of God by virtue of his faith in Christ. He shows that all of these are made over to the believer by the work of the Holy Spirit. Now Dr. Cairns will introduce this message called Sealed with the Spirit. This morning, we're reading Ephesians 1. We're continuing
1: with the series of Messages in the person and work of the Holy Spirit of God. Reading now from Ephesians 1, reading at verse number 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, to the saints which are in Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus, Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ, in whom ye also trusted, After that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance, until the redemption of the purchased possession, unto the praise of his glory. Finishing our reading. At verse 14, the Lord will add his own blessing to these verses from his precious word for his name's sake. This morning I want us to pay particular attention to the words of verse 13, the latter half of the verse, In whom also after that ye believed ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. Paul uses very similar words a little later in this epistle, chapter 4 and verse 30, Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Every Christian has The Holy Spirit abiding within him. Romans chapter 8 and verse 9 says, If any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. By faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, the believer becomes the temple of the Holy Ghost. In other words, He is, from that point, indwelt by the Spirit of God. Now, about a month ago in our studies in the Holy Spirit, His person and work, we traced the biblical meaning of being indwelt by the Spirit of God. If you have a very good memory, you may recollect that, among other things, we noted that the indwelling signifies two great things. First of all, that the Holy Spirit sustains a peculiar relationship to the believer. The Holy Spirit is to the believer and to the believer alone the Spirit of life, the Spirit of grace, The spirit of holiness, the spirit of adoption, the spirit of prayer, the spirit of fellowship with God. The Holy Spirit is everywhere present. But when we say He indwells the believer, we say He sustains a peculiar relationship with the believer and with the believer only. And then we noted that the indwelling of the Spirit would also indicate that the Holy Spirit shines with a particular revelation into the believer and through the believer. As the glory of God filled the temple of God in the Old Testament, so the Spirit dwells within the believer, revealing Christ to him and in him and through him. Now today... We want to look at a very particularly significant thing which the Holy Ghost does to and for every believer whom he indwells. We're going to be thinking of the sealing of the Spirit. We have read verse number 13 in chapter 1. After that ye believe. Ye were sealed, or more strictly, having believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. We also read chapter 4, verse 30, Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Paul took up this same theme when he wrote to the Corinthians, And in 2 Corinthians 1 and 22, he said, God hath also sealed us and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. Now, very obviously, this sealing is a very important part of the work of the Spirit of God. We read deliberately... The whole passage in Ephesians 1 that leads up to our text. This passage is an exposition of one proposition. The proposition is found in verse 3 God hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. That is the proposition that Paul is making. And now through the succeeding verses, he begins to expound that and elaborate upon that. And what a list of blessings we have here in Ephesians chapter 1. Let me just stop off and give a little bit of practical advice to you. I was speaking a moment or two ago in getting you to sing that extra verse of the hymn about the times when you're going through the dark places of life about the times when it's not really the glassy still water of life that you're looking upon, but you're going through the troubled seas, and there's trial and tribulation, and there's the opposition of the devil, and the oppression of the devil, and the doubt that the devil would instill into the mind. My friend, I can say this to you. When Satan comes to the believer in Christ, and seeks to destroy his confidence in his God, and seeks to upset his joy in the Lord, and make him believe that God somehow has finished with him, I know of no better exercise than to get down on your knees and get Ephesians chapter 1 open before you and just pray through it syllable by syllable and praise God for these great objective truths of the gospel. Because these are things that are true whatever our circumstances. They are true whatever our feelings. They are true whatever our trials. Listen to the list of blessings that we have in Jesus Christ. Verse 4 We are chosen of God. I'm very, very tempted to break all the rules that preachers are given when they supposedly learn to preach. I don't know that you ever really do learn to preach, to be quite honest. Don't tell our students that. You fellas, turn off. You're not supposed to hear that. But I don't know that you ever really do learn to preach. Uh, preaching is a living thing, and all the rules and regulations in the world will never make you a preacher. I'm very tempted, however, to overturn them all and speak in every blessing here. If I did, you'd certainly miss your, your Sunday lunch, and maybe uh, I'd better learn that appetites may be suppressed for half an hour, but not for half a day. So we'll, we'll not really deal with these things except to, to mention them. Pray over them, think on them, rejoice in them. Chosen of God, elect in Christ by the supreme and sovereign decree of the will of God without reference to anything that I ever did or ever deserved or ever would do or ever would deserve by the pure and full and free and unadulterated grace of God, chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world. And if that's not strong enough, the Holy Ghost goes on in verse 5 to say, predestinated. What? Was it not John Calvin who invented that word? Is it really the Holy Ghost who says that? Is it really the inspired apostle? Yes, sure it is. I get sick of so many people coming to say, do you believe in election? You may as well ask me, do I believe in the Bible? I'm one of those old-fashioned, simple-minded people uh, that was like the old woman who talked to the apostate preacher who said, you don't really believe all that. She says, yes, sir, I believe every word that's in it. And I even believe what's on the cover, for it says it's the Holy Bible. I believe it. You know, when you believe the Bible, you believe Ephesians chapter 1. And what a thrill it is. What a joy to the believer when the devil would seek to have him tossed about. When the devil would seek to have him blown in every direction. What a a joy it is to know that I, anchor is not in any mere whim of man our anchor is in the sovereign immutable will and purpose of our god chosen in christ predestinated verse 5 of chapter 1 the adoption of children adopted we were looking at the spirit of adoption Uh, some time ago adopted right into the family of God verse 6 one of the deepest and greatest statements in all the canon of scripture accepted in the beloved accepted in God's beloved son accepted in Christ with all the love that God has for Jesus Christ And then verse 7, redeemed. Redeemed how I love to proclaim it. Redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. That's a theme that should never be far from the mind of a Christian. Redeemed. Verse 7 again, forgiven. Forgiven all your sins. Every bit of the guilt and the stain of sin washed away forever. For thank God the old gospel hymn is true. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of Christ. Forgiven. Then verse 8 and verse 9. Blessed with the gifts of wisdom and prudence and the knowledge of the will of God. Now, I'll probably have to deal with that in another connection uh, as we go on in the subject of the Holy Spirit and His work. But uh, this is what is given to every Christian. Now, you look at some of us, and we're not particularly brilliant. But I want to tell you, my friend, I'd rather have the wisdom of an illiterate saint Enough wisdom to flee from wrath to come and to embrace Jesus Christ than be an Einstein and go to hell. That's real wisdom. That's real prudence.
0: been listening to Let the Bible Speak, the radio ministry of the Free Presbyterian Church of North America. We hope you've enjoyed and benefited from today's program. We're here as your servants for Christ's sake. If we can be of any further help to you in the things of the Lord, we invite you to contact us. If you would like to receive our booklet, Separated Unto the Gospel, a booklet that sets forth the beliefs and standards of the Free Presbyterian Church, you may have a copy free of charge, simply for the asking. Our mailing address is Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. That's Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. Our email address is info at faithfpc.org. That's info at faithfpc.org.